You know, the world right now is a really unsettled place. And for such a time as this, women play a most important role in history as peacemakers. The goal of Ladies of Liberty Sound Off is to affect the lives of women in an empowering way through discussion of important issues of the day. So, are you ready? The Ladies of Liberty are ready to sound off. Eva Armstrong here, and my goodness, I hope you all watched the debate with President Trump and former VP Biden. And if you didn't, you really missed a great show. Today, we will talk about the debate on this show, um, The Ladies of Liberty, and we will talk about various subjects that were discussed in the debate and where we, where we go from here. I have some folks on the line with me, Becky Stokes, a homemaker who's raised four children. She's a Trump-trained conductor and a fantastic patriot. I'm also um, with Linda Martinelli, who's a wonderful entrepreneurial business owner, co-host with Dr. Ron Martinelli on Talking While Married, which is on America Out Loud at 8 p.m. And we're talking about President Trump's uh, performance, and I'm getting a lot of feedback or seeing a lot of feedback in media that President Trump won this debate hands down. And I was very impressed with his ability to wait out Biden and let him just roll off his tongue what he was for and against. And I think Trump did an excellent job as far as standing up and telling America how he feels about every certain subject, especially COVID. Um, Biden kept trying to slam President Trump about COVID. And in my opinion, President Trump did his utmost best to handle this disastrous virus that infected our country and infected our economy and now is infecting our politics. Uh, one of the other subjects I wanna talk about today is the fake news. Um, the fake news is as dangerous as the COVID virus, in my opinion, it's very similar to that. And we're getting uh, lots of mi mixed messages in media and we're finding out what media uh, leans left very quickly. That's what we're finding out. Well, I agree with you there totally, Ava. I, just on all fronts, I did watch the debate as well. I thought President Trump was very presidential and he did a great job. In fact, I really thought that uh, Joe Biden got a little bit more time and did not get interrupted by the host as much as the president. But to the subjects that they spoke about, um, I think COVID was one of the first, if not the first subject. The blame, as you say, for, for the president, people blaming the president is just, I mean, it's ludicrous. This virus is all over the world. It was brought over from China. It is something that nobody knew anything about. None of the scientists here knew anything about this. So we had to get up to speed. And I think that he has gotten up to speed as fast as anybody in the world has or faster. And we've already got a vaccine, actually three vaccines on the horizon. We have remdesivir, which is made by Gilead, which was uh, approved by the FDA for treatment. And that's one of the drugs that they gave President Trump when he had COVID. I have been waiting for that drug to be approved and now it's gonna be available. And now we need to get Regeneron, which President Trump says that he is going to give to everybody in the country free of charge um, 
those, those drugs are going to be a game changer in this. There is no way that the Biden administration could have done this. Just go back and look at what they did to H1N1. It, they did nothing there. They would have done the same here. They would have been way behind where we are now. And I agree with both of you on everything that you said. And I wanted to include one more little tidbit. Joe Biden said that he never called President Trump xenophobic or anything of that nature or racist when Trump closed the borders to China. Well, I disagree with him. I looked it up. And on February 1st, 2020, the day after our president shut down the borders to China, Biden came out and said that we needed someone to lead our country that would not cause hysteria, be xenophobic, or fearmonger our citizens with this particular COVID crisis. That came from Joe Biden's lips. Joe Biden emphatically said that Trump took the xenophobic comment out of context. Well, I disagree because I found it exactly what he said. The other thing that Joe Biden continues to try and say is that he would do thus and so. And everything that he suggests that he would do to battle this particular disease, Trump has already done. And so Biden is not coming out with anything different. He is just repeating what Trump has said in order to make his base think that he's got something different. No one wants to give our president any credit on how he handled this, which I think he's done a really good job supplying different cities with equipment that they need, supplying them with hospitals, and supplying them now, I understand, that both CVS and Walgreens have agreed to supply hospitals with little or no fee for medications to treat COVID patients that have been admitted. Yeah, I think uh, Joe Biden was plagiarizing President Trump's COVID uh, you know, emergency response there. Um, he wanted to take credit for everything President Trump had already done. And that was kind of funny because that's Joe Biden. He's the plagiarizer in chief here, you know. Um, another interesting uh, point, other than the media being filled with disinformation about COVID and about many things regarding the election, um, Twitter and Facebook have censored many, many conservatives. And actually, they've censored President Trump at least 65 times, and they've left Biden untouched, which, which I find to be very interesting. Well, the whole censorship thing, you know, last night, I noticed for the first time that lots of people that I know are being censored on Facebook and on Twitter for other things. And, and they're conservative people. Other Trump trained uh, person that works with Becky was her Facebook was censored. So I'm not sure why, but it, it has to do with, you know, that she's a big Trump supporter there. It's getting worse as we get closer to the election and this censorship, when you have things on Twitter and on Facebook that are from terrorist world leaders from Hamas and different places 
such as that, and they're advocating the overthrow of America, they're advocating murdering police officers, they're advocating murdering uh, Americans, and yet you take the information about the President of the United States off, the entire media has been complicit with one side, with the Democratic side. And how do you really have people kind of get through that and know where to get their news anymore because you don't know who to trust. It, this has been the biggest media mess I've ever seen in my entire life. And it's just, um, it's so wrong. And I don't understand, honestly, why the media wants to move left because the first thing, the further left you move, the first thing that's gone is your freedom of the press. So it seems to me like they'd be shooting themselves in the foot. You would want a president like Trump, who is all for our American freedoms. And that way we get the word out to everybody. But that's just not what's happening anymore. Well, I find it interesting that they, the left, the Democrats, if you want to call them by name, are trying to censor anyone that does not believe or agree with their narrative. And yes, they are censoring people, conservatives, because they do not want their base to understand what is actually going on. It, to me, it is compliance and control. And the first step to socialism, communism, or Marxism. And if you look at what they're doing they are controlling a group of people. They are forcing them to believe one narrative and not giving them all the facts and allowing people to make up their own minds about what is true and what is not true. And then my other point about the socialism, communism, and Marxism, I find it interesting also that Americans are not leaving our country to go to these other countries that have adopted these ideologies. You have people coming from Venezuela and Cuba and Russia and other countries that have been silenced and pressed under a government that does not allow you any freedoms. They are coming here because they know that they have the freedom of a voice and we are going to lose that voice if the Democrats get their way and they get in office. And I do not understand that people do not see this, but you're right. The censoring of all of these social medias is the first step to shutting anything down for people to actually be able to make up their own mind. Ah, perfectly said, perfectly said. And this is what this overarching theme of the election is all about right there in a nutshell. It's about freedom versus Marxism, freedom versus tyranny. Which one do you choose? Well, I think if you look at Saul Alinsky's um, Road to Socialism, the eight points in his Road to Socialism, you will see that we are absolutely on that road and pretty far down. It's extremely frustrating to watch as an American. And, you know, I was kind of spending some time looking at President Trump's accomplishments. When I do look at them, I just don't understand how anybody could not vote for him, considering the lack of accomplishments by Joe Biden. So in his uh, 
time, three and a half years, he has created over a million jobs. He's done the whole uh, uplifting the black community with the colleges, with charter schools, with uh, the, oh gosh, I don't remember the name, but you probably do, the, the, the crime bill that where, where they can get out of uh, prison for lesser crimes earlier. There, there's so many things that this president has done for our nation. And I want to talk more about that later. But the, the frustration that I have with this election and which everybody seems to have, because I see it all over social media, the vitriol in our country, the animus is something that I've never seen before. I thought it was pretty bad during the Trump-Hillary election, but this is even worse the Trump haters are out in force and the misinformation is out in force. And when you have a guy like Joe Biden, who honestly has had a career of butting up to our enemies, to China and not helping Ukraine in the way that he should have helped them other than to take a paycheck out of there. He and his family just seem to have this whole um, monetary benefit to their political life that people shouldn't have. The, his home is an amazing, his four homes, amazing, huge homes. You can't get that on a politician's salary. So where did that come from? And how did he get so much money? And it's very self-evident if you just look at it, that there's something else going on here. We have tried the whole time that President Trump has been in office to convict him of something. And it's all fallen away because he's done nothing wrong. Yet they don't want to even look at Joe Biden and look at things right in their face that say that he's been, you know, grabbing money from other countries while in office. I just don't understand how our country can look the other way and let this happen. I think when you have a media that suppresses truth and will not tell the truth about what our president has actually accomplished. They cover everything up and all they want to talk about or try to talk about is creating a new scandal against President Trump. So we're going to create this Russia hoax where Hillary Clinton actually had a plan to cover up her 33,000 emails that she destroyed. So we're going to do now a Russia hoax. So that didn't work. So then they find out that President Trump is actually trying to find out what has been going on in the Ukraine. And we actually have a vice president on TV saying that he is going to withhold a billion dollars if they don't fire the prosecutor that is prosecuting his son. Is that not quid pro quo? So what they did was they tried to impeach a president for the same thing that Joe Biden actually did. Well, again, there was no proof. So when you have a media that continues to promote lies about somebody and refuses to tell the public what this president has actually done, you've got a base of people that think you've got a corrupt man in the office because they have no idea what he's done. And it is a continued suppression of, again, free speech, we're not allowed to talk about what he's done. We can't pass a stimulus bill before the election because that might give President Trump an edge. And it makes Nancy Pelosi look like she is 
trying to keep another victory. She will not work with the president. They have not worked with the president since day one. They said they would not work with the president from day one. They didn't even go to his inauguration. So what does that tell you about the Democrats and the social media? Perfectly said. And I think that is the whole point of, uh, you know, what's happening right now in this country. I mean, the censorship and the, the mainstream media, you know, lying, basically. I mean, we have no way to get the truth. We have to only listen to the words of these of our president, the words of other politicians, and make up our minds at this point. Well, I'm wondering, do you think that there are enough undecideds out there, Ava, right now to make a difference? Well, when I look at the early voting numbers, um, I don't think those people are undecided. It's overwhelming. I mean, what is it, 50 million people have already voted no, in this crazy. country? So yeah, that's a big, uh, that, that's a big statement right there. Um, they already have their minds made up. They don't need to listen to anymore. Um, I would assume that most of the 50 million were probably Democrats because that's what, you know, the polling tells us. But um, there again, I'm not getting accurate polling information either. So those, these things are all kind of um, up in the air and subject to change. So, you know, stay tuned. Well, we travel around the country a bit. And because I'm involved in a Trump train, I get a lot of information from other people that are leaders of Trump trains and visuals. And I don't see it. I know the polls are telling everybody that Trump is so far behind Biden. There's no way he could win. And I wonder how that's working out for Hillary. But my point is, everybody I have talked to, everybody that I come across is thanking me for wearing Trump memorabilia. They are thanking me for voting Trump when they see my hat or they see my shoes or they see my leggings or they see my jacket, whatever I have on that is a Trump indication that who I'm voting for. I don't see anything with Biden's name on it with anybody wearing Biden memorabilia, you see 200 Trump signs to maybe one Biden Trump, Biden sign. I do not see how they can tell us that Biden is so far ahead. It's not out there. It's not being publicized. Did you know the average person spends 26 years of their life sleeping? The real troubling statistic is that we spend seven years of our life trying to get to sleep, struggling with racing minds, tossing and turning. If you're one of the millions of Americans who need better quality sleep, the time to change is now. Sleep is proven to extend our lifespan, protect against terrible diseases like cancer, heart disease, and dementia, make us more attractive and thinner, feel calmer and happier, and boost energy levels, memory, and performance. Until now, most sleep supplements haven't worked, but a new easy-to-swallow sleep gel invented by the leading nutrition company Healthy Cell is designed to support all four stages of human sleep to help you fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake up refreshed. It's called REM Sleep. To get a free two-night supply of REM sleep, visit HealthyCell.com sleep. That's HealthyCell.com sleep. Don't miss an episode of the Ladies of Liberty Sound Off. Subscribe to the podcast.
And for the latest news and inspiration, join us back at AmericaOutloud.com. During the debate, we talked a little bit about the oil industry. And President Trump continues to bring up the flip-flopping messages that Joe Biden sends out frequently to the American people. He talks about months ago when he was asked at a conference, both he and his vice president pick, Harris, talked about, yes, they would definitely get rid of fracking. We are going to do away with it. You do not have to worry about that. It will no longer be available. Well, then when he is actually pressed on it, because Americans are concerned, of course, about their energy and how they're going to put gas in their cars and light their homes and so forth and so on. He says, I never said I was going to give up fracking. I was going to uh, do away with it, which is not true because we have him on video on many situations where he talks not only to adults, but actually walked over to a little girl and said, read my lips, understand, I will do away with fracking. And the little girl looked extremely frightened that he would even do that. So then he says, we're not going to do away with fracking. I never said that. I only said I would do away with fracking in certain areas. Well, that's not true because he said he would do away with it completely. Well, then again, last night when pressured on it by President Trump, not the moderator, he said, I never said that. I never said I would do away with fracking. Again, he's not telling the truth. And this is how I want people to look at this. He says he's going to do away with fracking. Then he says he's not going to do away with it. At the end of the debate, one of the last topics he talked about, he said, I will do away with all oil industry, all oil industry, because it's dirty and it, it, it ruins our climate. If you think about that, that includes fracking. Isn't it interesting if you think about all of the scandal that is happening around this Hunter Biden laptop has to do with energy companies and the Bidens in entering into the, the Paris Climate Agreement and constantly talking about getting rid of fracking and going to this version of the Green New Deal, which Kamala Harris is one of the co-authors of, or co-sponsors of, everything has to do with energy. Yet all the places where it seems that Joe Biden has been getting his money has been these energy companies. And if you remember the Obama-Biden administration gave all of that money to, um, what was it, so- Solera or what was that company? That- Solentra. Solentra. Yeah, that they, they gave all that money and, and it went belly up and, and they lost all of our money that way. But everything that seems to be going into their pockets is from one or another type of energy company. And I, I just think that there's a big link there and I'm wondering, and by the way, did you understand and know that Kamala Harris was one of the people that was listed 
along with many other prominent Democrats, including Schumer and a number of other people that was listed for um, references and business associates of the Bidens in uh, all of these dealings with China and the money coming back and forth. So there, this is just a big game. And I agree with you, Becky, um, oil is just so important to us. And for the first time, we are absolutely energy independent mm-hmm. in this country. And President Trump has done a wonderful job for the country on getting us out of the the clutches of the Middle East for our oil. And in fact, we not only have enough for ourselves, but we're importing, I'm exporting it. It, it's just such a big thing, not to mention all the jobs in the oil industry in so many places in the country that that we would lose. Uh, we just cannot afford to be dependent on our enemies again for oil. Very, very important to highlight the differences here between President Trump and VP Biden, okay? President Trump wants to strengthen America's standing in the world. Biden wants to weaken America's standing in the world. And not only that, he's quid pro Joe. He's act- it's actually proven now that the guy is on the take from China and other countries. And I just don't trust him, not one bit. And I don't know how any red-blooded American can cast a vote for Joe Biden. I really don't. So many people and people that I know and people that I thought that I knew with the vitriol coming out of their Facebooks about President Trump. And they say that he's untrustworthy and that he's a liar and that he's corrupt. And I have an open mind. Just show me, show me where he's a liar and show me where he's corrupt. And nobody has been able to do anything, lay a finger on him for any of those things. So what is the narrative that is happening with so many Americans? Honestly, people that I think that I know that are in my business industry, that are normally rational, reasonable business people, have such vitriol to this president and continually post things that say how corrupt he is, which are entirely false. Show me. Where have they laid a finger on him for being corrupt yet? Here you have physical proof of Joe Biden's corruption with this laptop. And they've only touched the surface. There's 26,000 emails on there to go through, um, not to mention a lot of uh, pretty graphic photographs on there. Um, And nobody seems to be taking it seriously. In fact, the mainstream media will not even report about it whatsoever. Well, if you want to get back to what Joe Biden really wants to do and what people think, see, they don't use their they don't use their minds and think logically. Let's just and I want to talk about the scandal a little bit, but I want to also make this point. They talk about electric cars. Well, when you plug your electric car into the outlet, (laughs) You use fossil fuel. So where does that fossil fuel come from? It comes from the ground. It comes from our oil industry. And I hope Pennsylvania and Tennessee and Texas and all of these other capitals or states understand that when Joe Biden talks about shutting down the oil industry, 
the lives that are going to be lost. I've got two sons-in-law that work in the oil business. My husband retired of 41 years with the oil company. That's my retirement. So you can kiss your retirements goodbye. You can kiss your 401ks goodbye, because as soon as he stops the production of oil, the stock market is going to crash. And yes, we are independent of them. And the scandal that has erupted around these oil companies, you are absolutely right, Linda. I looked at the list of individuals that are tied to this scandal that were receiving monies from all of these other countries with regards to the Biden deals is mind-blowing. I could not believe all of the, and that they are the same ones that are screaming the loudest that this is nothing but a scandal, that this is propaganda, and it's not. I thought it was absolutely on target and wonderful, for a better word I can't find at this point, that President Trump brought the whistleblower, put him in front of a camera, and caused all of the liberal media to get the truth, because they will not report it on their stations. He stood there. I am a Democrat. I have given money to the Democrat Party, but I want to tell you the truth. Here are my my devices that have all of the emails and all of the text messages and everything surrounding this scandal. I will be turning them over to the Intel Department tomorrow. And that was a stroke of genius, by the way. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. And it's also highlighting the fundamental transformation of America by who? Barack Hussein Obama. And don't think his hands aren't still all over this because they are. Absolutely. And he wants to, wants to remove uh, the energy sector of America. They already have devastated the healthcare sector of America. And it's all done through their pretty lies. You know, you want your doctor, you can keep your doctor. You like your plan, you can keep your plan. I mean, you know, how many more lies can we tolerate from this group of people? And why would anybody vote for them? That's my question, I guess. Well, I don't know why they would vote for them, considering uh, just if you just go back to the Obama-Biden administration, uh, to me, that was one of the most corrupt and disastrous. They, They did so many things under the table, which they're referring to right now when they say, well, that meeting with China was not on Joe Biden's calendar. Well, of course it wasn't. And the money that he supposedly received wasn't on his taxes. Of course it wasn't. Where do do you think that they're that stupid? No, everything is money laundering. Everything is under the table, just like Hillary's emails were. And the thing that's very frustrating to me is that if Joe Biden gets elected, all of the the crimes that should be prosecuted by all of these people that like Hillary with the emails and like Hillary with actually creating the Russiagate problem for Trump, just creating it out of thin air in order to take that focus off of her emails, nobody will ever be prosecuted. All of these people that have um, turned our country upside down and really did all of us who voted for President Trump in 2016, a disservice by not allowing us to have the president that we voted for. Although I have to say that he overcame so much that they 
threw at him. It's just amazing that he's even still motivated to run again because never has anybody taken the crap that he has taken as a president and the disrespect and the, uh, the lies about him and the prosecution of him. When I see Nancy Pelosi sitting there tearing up his speech, when I see the disrespect that is shown by Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and many of the other people in, uh, you know, Schiff and all these people in our Congress and Senate, I am so insulted and I'm so concerned about the image that that gives to our children. And you wonder why our country is in turmoil. These people are almost like parents, right? They, if you have a really bad parent, that's who you're going to emulate. And the whole country is emulating these bad examples as they are disrespecting our president. Why should anybody else in the country feel that they have to respect them when the people that are uh, in our administration don't respect them? I, I just am so insulted by what is going on. One of the statements that Trump kept saying last night that I so much appreciated and I thought he was on target with was, if that's your stand and that's what you wanted to do, why didn't you do it as vice president? Why didn't you pass that law then? Why didn't you take care of this business? If that's what you really want to do, why didn't you do it as vice president? Why did you wait till now to try to change something? You could have changed it. You could have done something. You could have been productive when you were vice president, but you didn't do it because you're all talk and you're no action. And that's why a businessman ran for president was because of politicians like you. Wow, what a powerful statement that the president got out. I loved it. Uh, president Trump was the man in the arena. He, he may have uh, landed a few bloody punches on old Joe, quid pro quo, show. quid pro quo, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Try to say that three times fast. <laughs> I love the, uh, the shirts that we saw at the Trump train that had a bunch of little kids wearing t-shirts that said, shut up, Joe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because he said, shut up to the president. I mean, again, the, the disrespect is, is just absolutely crazy. And, you know, there's, there's more to that that's going to be coming out on this laptop for sure. But I'm wondering if it's not a little bit too late in the election. The thing that's extremely frustrating about this is the FBI had this laptop since last December, December 2019. What did they do with it and why did they not do anything with it when President Trump at that time in December was being impeached by our Congress? Why was this not brought up? That's a huge problem. Well, President Trump, Trump talked about a red October. And he also talked about a um, news bust that was going to happen. And I, when we found out that Durham was not going to release his report, I started scratching my head and I thought, why is he not going to do that? Well, this is why he's not going to do it. He did not want to distract from the scandal that Joe Biden is wrapped up in with this China under the table payment to the big guy. The other word that they used for him was pops. And then the third word they used was the chairman. And they said in one of the emails, don't ever refer to him as Joe 
because we don't want anybody to know who this is. We mm-hmm. don't want any connection that could get back to Joe Biden as him being the leader in all of this. And half of the money, according to Hunter in one of his emails, said half of the money that I'm getting, I have to give to Pops. Right. Well, Pop, Pops is Joe Biden. And I think that's why the Durham report has been held off is because this scandal is bigger than anything we have ever seen before. I don't know that it's going to go away. I don't think it's going to have much of a reaction to the voting people because a lot of the people that have already voted have already voted for Joe. And I'm hoping now that they're thinking, why did I do that? Maybe they'll talk to their friends and say, I should not have voted for him if I had known this beforehand. I have something to add to that too. I think uh, the Durham and Barr uh, you know, we've been wondering, where are they? You know, why haven't they come forward with their indictments? Well, I have a feeling it's all hands on deck right now to make sure this election comes out um, fair and square. Absolutely. Well, uh, and speaking to that subject, how about the mail-in voting and the fraud that we're seeing? We're seeing thrown away ballots. We're seeing people with fake uh, ballot boxes. We're, We're seeing so many different things. And how can we be assured that we have a fair election here? I don't know that we are going to know on election night that our president has been reelected unless he wins by a landslide. And from the polls that actually reported last time that were accurate, they are saying he will win by a landslide. But I also have another theory. I watch Fox News on and off. And they are always reporting that Biden is so much ahead. And I'm hoping that their motivation for doing that is to get the Republican vote out. Because I don't want anybody to be complacent thinking, oh, well, you know, I'm really busy. I don't have time to go vote. Trump's going to win anyway. I don't want our country to have that mindset. And I'm afraid that if we get too comfortable thinking Trump is going to win, that there might be some people out there that stay home, like they said last time. But the Democrats, the only way they know they can win is by cheating. And the mail-in vote has proven that because there has been all kinds of ballots that have been destroyed, ballots that have not been deliverable ballots that have been found in somebody's trunk. And I don't see how the American people cannot see this. I think it is setting a precedence for future elections and it is dangerous, which is one more step. I see that the Democrats are pushing socialism, communism, or Marxism because your voice cannot be heard. It is all controlled. I would say that voting integrity it should be number one on our on our uh, agenda right now. If we don't have integrity in our elections, we're done as a country. It's so so important. Second term, uh, I'm hoping President Trump will enact some kind of legislation, and hopefully we have the Senate and the House to vote for it, and we will enact legislation that will require a photo ID for voting. And there won't, you know, we we have to stop the illegal voting. That's so imperative.
fellow Americans, our mission here at AmericaOutloud.com is clear. We're here to defend our founding values and principles at a moment when they are under unprecedented assault. And to cover the news objectively and offer intelligent commentary on the challenges we face as a nation. You can tune in and join our family of listeners 24-7 in this vital crusade. Our apps are on Apple, Android, or Alexa. Find us on iHeartRadio or our world-class media player. It is a fight for the soul of humanity. America Out Loud Talk Radio is the voice of liberty and justice for all. Thanks for listening. You can tune in to Ladies of Liberty Sound Off weekdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at AmericaOutloud.com. Well, Ava and Becky, I want to talk about President Trump's accomplishments. I am absolutely amazed with this man, how he has so much energy and can get so much done in a day. He is the world's greatest multitasker. The his accomplishments in his almost four years of administration, besides having the best economy that we've ever had in my lifetime, and then we got hit with COVID, but that great American comeback is absolutely underway. He has added 1.8 million jobs in July, exceeding all the expectations, and that was for three months straight. He combined total of over 9 million jobs were created since May, which surpassed the market expectations. Over the last few months, we've added 4 million leisure and hospitality jobs, 1.47 million retail jobs, 1.17 million education and healthcare jobs, 743,000 service jobs, 623,000 manufacturing jobs, and 639,000 construction jobs. And by the way, the housing market is just absolutely on a roll in this country. It's, it's houses are selling in a day. They're, they're not sitting anymore. Half of all the new jobs are full-time jobs and the wages rose 4.8% year over year. We had lost a lot of jobs, obviously due to COVID. So everything is definitely coming back. Jobs held by African-Americans rose by nearly a million over the past three months. Jobs held by Hispanic Americans increased 2.3 million over the last three months. We just have an incredible recovery also uh, going on in in our country in every single job area, in every single um, race, culture, men, women, you name it. Everybody is moving up the ladder, not down the ladder. I think it's interesting that many of the jobs that are being um, produced and coming back to our industry are not necessarily in your blue states because they've continued to keep them locked down. I am also amazed. This man does not sleep. He, even during COVID at the hospital, he is working on issues and trying to create a better economy for our country. And he is sick. He is battling a disease that can be devastating, but you can also recover from it. And I know many people that have recovered from it. I have recovered from it. And so 
the fear mongering that our country wants to continue to drive home to people is that we are under a depression of this horrible disease. But look at how the president handled it. He went into the hospital. He took the right medications. He continued to work. Our country is thriving under this particular disease. The stock market continues to go up. The only time that you see that it goes back down is when Dr. Fulci comes out and says something devastating to the country that we had more COVID patients this last month, then the stock market goes back down again. And then when you find out that they are actually surviving because the truth comes out, the stock market goes back up again. 401ks are at an all-time high. And I have to tell you, I had a conversation with a sweet little old lady in our hometown that she said she loved my flags on my truck, was so glad that I was able to speak my voice, but she said, I'm not voting for your candidate. And I said, that makes me sad because my 401k is being blown up and it is growing so rapidly. And I'm afraid that if Joe Biden gets in, my 401k is going to plummet. And she was dead silent. It's so impressive to listen to Linda rattle off that list of Trump achievements. And I know it's only a partial list. And we have to realize that this man was being attacked at every minute of his presidency. He was being impeached on fake charges, on charges that they themselves were actually doing. President Trump has been the man in the arena with 500 pound weights tied to each leg, yet he still managed to achieve all those things. Can you imagine for one second what it would have been like had he had a Congress that worked with him? I mean, it just would have been been stunning. Oh my gosh, it would have been amazing. And you're right, Linda, he is the champion of the working class people. Absolutely. And And Trump is the anti Obama. He's undoing all the harmful things that Obama and Biden did to this country. And that they want to put back, Ava. Exactly, exactly. They want to reinstate it. And the the bottom line here is, I just want to reiterate this, this concept. Citizen Trump is in Washington right now. And that's how this is supposed to work, okay? We have a citizen government. This is how the founders arranged this republic. It's not a democracy. It's a representative republic. Say that again, representative republic, okay? Citizens are to go to Washington, D.C. and serve and then return to private life. Now, we have uh, term limits on our presidency. I must tell you right now, deep in my heart, I wish I didn't have term limits on this particular president because I think he's going to revive the representative republic. I think he's constitutional in all of his beliefs. I think he leans libertarian. He's not a warmonger. He's not part of the deep state. He's the anti-deep state. He's the exact antidote that we need right now in America. I, I so agree with you. I, 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 I want to go through a couple more accomplishments because there are so many, but uh, the, he has brought manufacturing back to America. That was one of his initial intentions. And Obama and Biden said that that could never happen. And it has happened. And we, in fact, uh, are increasing, we've increased to the highest levels of manufacturing this in this country in years. 
As far as COVID, you know, I, I really get frustrated with them accusing President Trump basically of causing the deaths of over 200,000 people. That's so wrong. The fact is that he has enacted over $3 trillion in economic relief. He saved a lot of jobs. He, he signed a $2 trillion CARES Act. He sent direct cash payments to 80 million workers. He approved $670 billion for the Paycheck Protection Program. My business was a recipient of that. Um, it saved my business and so many other small businesses. He took executive action to give a payroll tax holiday through the end of 2020 to give an additional $400 per week in additional unemployment benefits. He has done so many things to help the American people. And with regards to COVID, he did take action. He took the uh, he implemented the, the travel restrictions from China, Europe, and Iran. He developed a testing system that is one of the most advanced systems in the world, conducting 65 million tests. Um, we have drugs here now. We talked about the remdesivir. We talked about the Regeneron. Those drugs that he's treated 86,000 Americans with convalescent plasma. He's making respirators and masks in our own country so that we are not dependent on China to bring us these things. If you think about how much China has profited from COVID by the entire world buying PPE through them, it's they started it and they profited it from, from it. It's just, it's just mind boggling. We can never let this happen again. Uh, there are just so many things that he has done to help COVID, to help stop COVID to help people that have COVID. And, you know, I, I want to get your takes on that. And then I want to talk about prescription drugs. Okay, so you just brought to mind, Jane Fonda, about two months ago, came out and said, openly, that COVID was a gift to the Democrats. Now, where does, what does that make you think? Okay, so it's destroying what they think is destroying our economy. And so now no one wants to vote for Trump because he ruined our country with the COVID disease. That's not true. What he did was monumental. He sent every state equipment and money that needed it. When they told him, we don't want your help. We wanna do it our way. He sent it anyway. So the other accomplishment I want to bring up, not to minimize COVID, he has also appointed about 300 judges in the United States, which is unheard of. Obama, I think, appointed less than 100 maybe or just right over 100 Obama left so many seats available that Trump has taken advantage of that and has put people in there that will actually rule on the law and not on opinion. And we've had the privilege to have two Supreme Court judges appointed, and we are about to have a third judge. If you watched any of the proceedings, 
I was absolutely blown away with her integrity, with her poise and her knowledge of the rule of law and having no notes sitting in front of her. I thought it was absolutely phenomenal when I believe it was Graham said, could you hand, could, could you hold up the notes that you're using to give us all this information? And it was a blank piece of paper. Now, who does that? People that have principles do that because they Absolutely. don't need to read. They don't need to read something. They already know the answer because they have the principles inside of them. And that's how President Trump is as well. Um, this is something that needs to be highlighted also is the COVID dis disinformation campaign that's going on. And it's being run by the Democrats. Um, they're, they're saying that President Trump, sh should, Trump should have made a mask mandate, okay? Now, if he had made a mask mandate in an executive order, that would have been shot down immediately by, by any federal court judge. Why I'm saying that? It's totally unconstitutional to mandate mask wearing. How are these governors getting away with this in states like Michigan and the states that refuse to open up, Washington State, uh, Oregon, uh, all the Democrat-run states are not opening up. As a matter of fact, they're closing down more, they're clamping down more. And what's happening in those states, New York City is having the same problem. People are going out of business in mass. I mean, there's, it's just horrific, the, the economic downturn in these states. I want you to know, when the media tells you this is all President Trump's fault, that's a lie. It's the governors of each state that hold the power. This is how our constitution works. And the governors of each state need to be held accountable for what they've done during COVID. Well, I said I was going to mention the drug prices and President Trump did lower drug prices in many, many ways, and especially with uh, drugs for diabetes, insulin. And I know Joe Biden last night said that he hadn't done anything for medicine and he absolutely has. One of the biggest things to me was that he spent $2 trillion to completely rebuild the military. And just this year alone, 738 billion. And he established the Space Force. He destroyed ISIS, al-Baghdadi, uh, Soleimani, all, all kinds of different terrorists. There, there just is so much new spending. And when we had the Obama-Biden administration, they really let our military lapse and they didn't want to have a big military and they didn't even like the military so that our equipment was getting old. And it, that presents a danger to our soldiers. They, President Trump saw this and he took care of it immediately. It was one of the first things that he did. And he has kept with that as well as law enforcement. Um, Ava, he's just the biggest supporter of law enforcement in history and all of the law enforcement agencies are supporting President Trump. Not a single one is supporting Joe Biden. I find that very telling, Linda, that uh, unions that have never voted Republican are now supporting President Trump. So this is very heartwarming for me and very hopeful. And Trump has an America first policy. And I really think this is important. It's kind of like the Heimlich maneuver um, you know, you have to, you have to, uh, you know, do a little, do a little move there to get things moving again. And that's kind of what Trump's doing with America. I mean, he's saving America.
with his America First policies. So we really need to understand that the media critique of him is so, so unfair and such a bunch of lies. Yeah, and there's just so many ways that he's helping America. You know, we, we've had a huge drug crisis in this country. And by closing the border, he's closing off that pathway for drugs and opioids to get into America. And he also added $6 billion in funding to help with the crisis of addiction in our country. So many people have been affected by that. There are so many ways that I can think of that President Trump is making America first. And it's the first time in many, many years where I have felt that a president has my back. He has America's back in everything. He's not a globalist. He absolutely is for America first. And I agree that it's about time in history that we do this again, because after all, you know, we, we all just have our lives to live, right? We all just have our little space in the world. I don't need to be a big globalist. I want my law enforcement. I want my safety. I want my health care. And he's providing all of these things in a way that makes sense to Americans. Making America great again. That's the slogan and, you know, sticking to it. He's <laughs> sticking to it. Well, and he's doing it. And again, I just I can't believe how he continues to function every day with the uh, wins that he has every day, both internationally and nationally, considering what the other side has put him through and continues to put him through. I mean, the FBI has sat on this laptop for months and didn't do anything to help, didn't bring it out, didn't, I don't even think that they told him. You know, I'm hoping, Ava, that with the election, people, I don't think that there's a lot of undecided, but I hope that people now are motivated more than ever to get out and vote. I, we need all the conservatives to vote, vote the up ballot, but also vote the down ballot and keep all of the uh, conservatives in office in the, the areas of the courts, in the areas of you know, local communities, school boards, all those areas so important because those are the things that affect our everyday lives much closer than say the presidential election. We've got to just remember to, to vote that down ballot responsibly as well. That's so true. All politics are local. Well, ladies, that's a wrap. One more step for womankind. 